This episode of the F1 Girlies in the Race is recorded on Ngunnawal Country. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land and to the elders past, present and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey everyone, welcome to the F1 Girlies in the Rays. This is a new eight-part series that we are starting and it is all about the F1 Academy. So get excited. Today we're delving in and Michaela, what are we going to start off with? I think there's a few things for us to start off with, but I think for those listening at home, maybe the best thing to do is to actually introduce what is the F1 Academy? (laughs) What is it? Yeah. (laughs) So pretty much the F1 Academy has started as a result of the W Series kind of ending. And what it is, is an F1 initiative to get more women in the sport. So the F1 Academy is a women's only league that comprises of five teams and 15 drivers. So three drivers to a team. And it's the it's a way for women in this sport to then progress up to F4, F3, F2, and then hopefully one day F1. Oh the dream. <laughs> and their age range is like 16 to 25, right? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And some of the drivers have come over from the W Series. Some of them, this is their first time <gasps> like properly driving in the, like these cars. There's actually yeah. just so much exciting stuff to talk about in this quite historic like this is like we're in a very exciting time of formula one just motorsport in general a hundred percent and the fact that Susie wolf has taken this on as director i can't yeah it's spectacular like we love Susie. Susie, we love love (laughs) (laughs) but i think the first thing that i want to chat about is in regards to the cars themselves So what I didn't realize going into doing my research about this is that all of the cars are exactly the same machinery. Yeah. Which is what I'm really excited about because in F1, you always have that conversation of, oh, you know, if Lewis and Max were in the same body car, like in the same livery, (laughs) like who would actually (laughs) be the same body? Sorry. <laughs> if they were in the same humanly body, <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to laugh. I did not mean to be like a twelve year old. Just then. um, I'll I'll use the word livery then for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so sorry, um, I'm so mature. But yeah, no, it like it's always that question of like, no, if they were in the same machinery. X person would be faster or Y person would be faster. So I think it's going to actually be really fun to see all 15 drivers in the same car. No, 100%. <laughs> You're right. Oh my gosh, I'm so giggly. I'm so sorry. You know, when you just start laughing, you cannot stop. No, but like in all seriousness, I'm so excited that they're in the same vehicle, you know, because it's just going to like level out the playing field. It's it's just really nice. Like, as you said, everyone's always like, if they were in the same car, you know, what would happen? Exactly. I think it's so cool. Um, it's it, Also, these cars, like, are pretty impressive. Like, I think they go, like, at top speeds of 240 kilometers. Like, it's Shit. a big step up for some of these drivers who, you know, have only had their junior licenses for, like, one or two years. So, I'm, I'm pretty 
I'm pretty stoked. I can't even <laughs> imagine going 240 kilometers an hour. Like I'm like, if if I go over the 110, I'm like, mm, damn. Yeah. The coppers are coming for me. The coppers are coming. <laughs> um, but the next thing that I kind of wanted to chat about and give all the listeners at home um, some info on is the way that the weekends and the rules are going to differ from F1. And this is something that I'm really, really, really excited about. Yes. So pretty much the format of the weekend is that the race weekends will be split into two days. And the first one will have two free practice sessions and then there'll be two qualifying sessions. Then on the actual race week, we have three races. So the first race is for 30 minutes plus one lap. Then we have the second race, which is very exciting because it's a reverse grid order. You are so excited <laughs> about so this. I'm so excited about this. And that race will go for 20 minutes plus one lap. And then we have race three, which is 30 minutes plus one lap. So all up, I'm really excited. <laughs> so hang on. Let me just, I'm confused myself. So on the race weekend yeah, or the race, yeah, race week, one day we've got all the practices. Yep. The next day, which is the race day. Yeah. It's just... Is it qualifying or is it just races? So qualifying is on the first day with practices. So, oh, okay. So practices and qualifying yep. on the first day. And then on the second day, it's just races. races. Just the three races. Yeah. Yep. So there's not like one huge race like we have in F1. It's like three mini races. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah. would essentially equal the same amount of time that a regular race would be. So okay. usually the average F1 race is around like an hour and a half. Yeah. So them just breaking it up into three separate ones with a reverse you know, every- grid in the second one. <laughs> What's also oh really gosh. cool, sorry, is that drivers can score points in their qualifying as well. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, which I love. I, I think nice. that's such a cool. Sometimes I wish the same would apply in F one. I know <laughs> that'd be okay. that would be crazy though if they introduced that. Would be that would wild. But um, something I also, we were just talking about the vehicles all being the same. I didn't realize, and I have a question about F1 as well. So with F1 Academy, the girls have the sponsors, like their team. Mm -hmm. But then within that, they have their own individual sponsors that also have advertisements. Yep. And is that on the vehicles as well as the like racing suit? Yes. So I guess this is something that maybe we can dive into um, before our next episode. But from my understanding is that what will happen is that these drivers get get signed to the one of the five teams. Um, And a lot of these teams from what I've researched are young driver academies. So for example, you would have heard about Ferrari's young driver academy. um, Whereas these ones are like separate sort of driver academies is from my understanding. Um, and then within that, some of the drivers will have their own personal, like either some of them will be then also signed to another driver academy or one of them will oh. also be signed to, you know, a certain sponsor and things like that. So, for example, I can't remember who exactly it is, but one of the drivers is signed to like the Alpine driver academy. Yeah. I think one of them is maybe signed to either Ferrari or Alfa Romeo, like their young driver squad. So they're the ones that you'll kind of see have different colored cars, but they're still within the same 
team. So I think it's Abby oh. Abby Pullen. I hope I pronounced her name right. But yeah. for example, she's the one who's driving the beautiful pink car. I love um, that car so much. Whereas her other two teammates aren't. And I, I have a feeling she's the one signed to the Alpine Racing yeah. Academy. Yeah. Okay, that would make sense because I was like, why is there one in this car? Yeah. But from my understanding, that's a very similar thing that happens um, in F3, F4 and F2. Because if you watch F2, you'll see mm. like six drivers racing in um, Red oh. Bull, but they're signed to specific teams. So I think it's all has that's to do with sponsoring, has to do with money, how you get into the sport, who okay. you're signed to as a young driver. And then it's only when you hit F1 where it's actually like, no, this is my team, these are my colours, this is my sponsors. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was about to say because I know that the F1 drivers have like their individual sponsorships outside of the sport, but yep. it's their vehicle, their suits, that's all the same if they're on the same team. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, there's. I have actually so many thoughts. <laughs> like as I said, right, going into this, so, I love so it. many thoughts. Um, another thought that I had out of like, because obviously they've started preseason testing and they're in yeah. their second preseason testing at the moment. But one thing that really stood out to me with all of the like pictures and things that we're getting out of this weekend is oh well I guess it's not a weekend, but this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's not, I'm not used to it. Is the track walks. And the reason why this stood out to me is the fact that, like, in F1, right, they've come out and they've been like, oh, you know, we won't even bother with track walks now that we, like, can't ride bikes and scooters, etc. But seeing the girls walking around the track today, it, it made so much sense now because all of them have a map and as they're walking around, they're with their teams making notes about the corners and it makes so much sense. Oh, I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, well, this, yeah, because I thought that's what it was for. Yeah. Originally. But then, did they just like, oh, no, we know these. I I imagine because they do so much sim work that they're like, well, I don't know if you've seen the footage of Esteban just like sitting there, closed eyes and just like driving a course like so for them it's like they would know with their sim work whereas this it's like this is the first time these drivers would have been at like Paul Ricard so then I don't know I guess I I never put two and two together until I saw this and I was like oh my gosh tracks walk track walks actually make sense now whereas I just assumed that it was just the drivers walking around the track (laughs) for a photo op like Like, you just saw you know Yuki Tsunoda out in the sun with an umbrella just walking the track you didn't see him like studying the track with his group he was it sort of just looked like a team bonding session just like a walk in the track together yo whereas this it's like actually like oh okay so it's you and your engineers figuring out where you're gonna break where you're gonna actually do your turns and stuff and for me I was like oh this is so cool and I think this is another element of why I'm so excited about this F1 Academy because I feel like there's gonna be so many things that are gonna help us grow our knowledge about it as well yes the sport in itself definitely and I'm absolutely loving all the content they're coming out with. You know, yeah. I love it. It's so good. And I guess this kind of brings me to my next point, which is a tiny bit of a downer, but I feel like it's the elephant in the room that we have to talk about. And that's the fact that that you can't watch this anywhere, oh which I think is gosh. so upsetting. Well, I should say that, but there's no... There's nowhere to watch it currently. As currently, we're, as at we're least talking like about this in Australia, it, as far as we're aware, we can't find it. Yeah, 
and uh, yeah I think that's one thing that like coming into this I'm I'm a little bit upset about but yeah. going back to what you were talking about it's so nice to see them showing the stuff on socials like I feel yeah. like the F1 Academy's Instagram page has been like so good at showing all the drivers like what they're up to during like their exactly. pre-season testing and I'm, I'm kind of hoping from there they'll be showing a lot of highlights from the weekends and stuff even though there won't actually be footage for it yeah but it just it has me asking so many questions i'm like do we dm Susie? do we just like Susie queen i think they probably would have gotten (laughs) so many messages but i just i just want to message someone and be like can you please broadcast this pretty much i there have i seen so many comments on videos being like i can't watch this this is so upsetting like why can't we watch it because there are so many people out there wanting to watch watch this Is it actually being broadcast anywhere? No. It's not going to be on... Yeah, it's not on F1 TV, which blows my mind, considering they have eSport on there. But it's like you've come... Okay, this is me going on a bit of a rant, so please take it with like, you know, it's me just venting at this stage. Yeah. But I think what frustrates me is that this is why the W Series failed, right? was because there was nowhere to watch it. It wasn't getting the viewership. So they were like, we're just going to bin it because we're not getting the views. So then what F1 comes out saying is like, no, 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 we're champion women in this sport. We want them to do really well. We Mm -hmm. want to be able to create those pathways for them to finally reach F1. And as a woman, you're just like, this is so exciting. Like, oh my gosh, can you imagine in your lifetime actually having a female driver on the grid? And now it actually seems like it's a possibility, right? But then they do something like this where it's like, hey, everyone, we're starting this brand new shiny thing, but you can't watch it. It's sort of this thing where it's like with the W series. Yep. um, Did they even advertise it? They advertised it, but in Australia, you could only watch it on Twitch. Oh, my God. And then in Australia, they were like, oh, you can watch it on SBS. But you couldn't because it wasn't on SBS. Of course, it wasn't on SBS Classic. So it's like, don't say that you're going to champion women because there's so many of us out there at the moment being like yes oh my gosh we're so excited to watch this yes and then you you can't even do that that like they're not showing it live on youtube they're not going to be showing it live on the instagram there's no information on their website you go to the videos page on their website nothing there shit so it's just like uh, what how, do you just have to be there like is it a situation where you go to the a thing. formula one weekend and you can go watch it but so many comments are saying that there's not even ticketing available to go and watch his races at the moment wait what yeah so it's like don't come out of the woodworks get everyone super pumped for this and then not have a platform for us to watch it on and the social media coverage has been really good it's really so good but what's it only on. gets you so far right this yeah, is really upsetting. Exactly. So that's that's my one big vent. That's my elephant in a room. Like, I just yeah. And well, it I, is I really upsetting. I realize that you know this is in the higher powers, you know. But like, I just think of F one being such like an expensive sport, and I say expensive sport because it's like they have so much money to give. Yet, yeah, you're not even gonna attempt to televise this at all. Yeah. Like, I and I know you have rights and filming rights, and I'm really hoping yeah, Sky Sports will pick up their thing. game next year. And exactly. hopefully, with it aligning with the calendar next year, they'll actually show it. But at the moment, I'm like pretty gutted by that. Yeah, 
So we can't even watch it. We can't watch it. So well, at this moment in time, the only way we'll actually be able to follow the sport is by watching the live times. Like you do on the F1 app, but you won't actually be able to watch anything. That's like so upsetting. Yeah, but... I bet Susie's furious. Yeah, well, hope, I'm, I imagine in the, in the, in the works, Susie will be working her Like, magic. I hope we're so wrong and I hope next week they're going to be like, hey, everyone, here's how you watch it. That's exactly. what I'm, I'm Yeah, you know what? I could be you saying know? this right now and then, yeah, you're right. <laughs> They'll come out and be like, hey, I know you've all been excited for this. Here you go. Here's how you're able to watch it. But at the same time, it. though, usually we can see pre-season testing. Exactly. Yep. We're so not just relying on the beautiful hope. Instagram posts of them, you know, walking the track at dusk. Like Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's my rant over. <laughs> um, no, but it's just, yeah, it's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But um, do we're going to take a cheeky break and then we're going to get into something else very exciting. Ooh. Introducing the teams. Do you like watching 20 gorgeous men drive fast cars around unique circles? So do we. Join us, Geneva and Mick, while we talk all things F1. We will dive into paddock news, debrief on race weekends, and share our love for Lord Percival and Sir Drift. We'll discuss what it's like to be girlies who love F1 and debate if no, Michael, no, is actually right. Join us every Tuesday for the F1 Girlies podcast. Alrighty. Oh, okay, we're back. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're back again. <laughs> um, okay, time to introduce the teams and the drivers. Yes. So this first episode, we are going to talk about the Campos Racing Team and the beautiful Woo-hoo. drivers that are part of it. So Campos Racing, this is from their official website, was officially formed in 1997. It is the result of the experience and concern of its creator, Adrian Campos, who once he had finished an important stage in his life as a single-seater and touring car driver, believed in the need to create a framework where new drivers could develop their sports careers. That's really nice. Yeah. So th- Thanks, I, Adrian. Yep. So Campos <laughs> Racing is one of those ones where they have drivers throughout different levels and I think different sports as well um so yeah it's really exciting to kind of have them on board to learn more about them and good on you I've never heard of them before this is really exciting yeah and I believe they're the white livery I think so with with orange yeah with the red and orange like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love that white or red a lot of those teams have white or red yeah (laughs) um cool but the drivers, so who was driving for Campos Racing? You're going to have to bear with me on these names. I'm sorry if I pronounced them incorrectly. But their first driver, number one, is Nira Marti. Definitely butchered that because it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and my good old Aussie accent doesn't know how to... <laughs> Australian accents butcher everything. So yeah, sorry, please bear with us. Um, but Naria, Naria. So, again, apologies for the name. But Nira is 21 years old and started her karting career at the age of nine. She stepped up to Spanish F4 in 2019, scoring a podium in her debut race with a P2. She then switched to the W Series in 2021, finishing the season fourth in the driver's standings as the best-placed rookie and with points in every race that year. 
The Spaniard's second season included a maiden pole position in Miami, and she eventually ended the campaign seventh. Um, so that information is off the F1 Academy website. Very exciting. And something I have learned now since watching like Formula One is that if you get seventh, that's still great. Oh, great. Incredible you know effort. Mean? Yeah. Like, if you get like top three, like you're dreaming, you're loving a podium yep. moment, good for you. But like if you're but in if that you top get 10, points, you are you're celebrating. Good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I think exactly. she's definitely one to watch out for this season. Like it sounds 100%. like she's had an incredible career, is no longer a rookie, did really well exactly. in her two seasons. So I think definitely one to, one to watch. Like, 100%. Yeah. We are on to our second driver now, who is French woman Lola Lovenfoss, who is 17 years old. So the French driver started in carts in 2018. So not oh. that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So started in carts in 2018 in the IME Winter Cups times 30 juniors. It's a big, interesting it's a name. really big title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, another French word that I'm going to really mess up, so please, oh, <laughs> please bear with me. So she competed in the Trofeo del Industry. Wow, Australian name. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for us. Del Industry <laughs> in 2019, <laughs> achieving a top 10 finish. She also finished inside the top 15 in the 2020 WSK Championship Cup okay it's spelled okay <laughs> great name <laughs> so the 17 year old then stepped up to the single seaters in 2021 and she debuted in the spanish f4 championship accumulating vital experience in the junior category i am shooketh <laughs> shooketh yeah I'm trying to do the quick maths. Five years. That is actually crazy though. But I'm also like, yes, girl, slay. Oh, 100%. I feel like, I feel like we're these like older big sisters and we're just like, yes, get it. (laughs) Go Go, girl. girl. (laughs) Go girl. Get a girlfriend. But there are a few 17 year olds who have only been driving for a few years. And I'm like, can I do it? No. No, I can't. But we can't. We can't. But at the same time, like my ass like, was wow. going to fit into that car. The dream, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all seriousness, though, it wouldn't fit. But we um, should go karting because I'm like, maybe we have this untapped we... skill to. that we're unaware of. I think I may have gone karting as a child once and I may have hurt my neck, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm ready to get back into it. So clearly, not a strong neck, Jen. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it makes so much sense then because you need the strong neck. The thicker neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it's actually incredible though. Like, if you have that set determination, you literally can achieve anything. It's incredible. Like, and the fact that we have to also consider that these drivers, you've got to take away COVID lockdown time. The like, there's one driver that we'll talk about in, um, like, we'll bring up her bio in the future, but she had to take a gap because of COVID. So it's like, oh yeah, we're saying five years, but there's potential that Lola like three, has only been driving, yeah, for three, four years. Incredible, incredible. The talent. I'm, I'm very envious, but also like, 
go <laughs> go achieve go please <laughs> reach for the stars i'm sounding like an s club seven song now <laughs> okay we have the last and third driver for campos racing and again please bear with me on the names i'm so sorry this is the third driver 19 year old uruguayan matei kakaris i know i'm sorry please uh, forgive me but yes so after making her single-seater debut in 2021 Uruguayan Formula 4 Championship, the 19-year-old switched over to the U.S. to compete in the 2022 USF Juniors season. There, Kakaris earned a best result of 11th. Ooh, these, are, these people are so talented. Literally. Like, started in single-seaters again, like, only a couple years ago amazing okay can i ask a question what the hell is a single seating like what single seater what is so you know how rally cars have two seats yes formula one cars only have one seat oh is that what they're saying by single oh so they before were doing a double well no they would have either been karting but they refer to this as single seat because some of these drivers will transition into rally cars so it's like then that would be considered like like a NASCAR's a two car seater like 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 that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I think it's just like a way of saying that they're in. Oh, a, okay, like, good. I was like, a is single this like a car. specific competition or something? Okay, it yeah, just it literally means, means like a single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Thank you. <laughs> That's all good. But those those are our Campos Racing drivers for the season. Already so impressive. One, two, and three. That is their driver numbers, by the way. I'm not just like actually oh, just okay. like numbering them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they actually numbered one to 15? Yeah. Yep. Also, they didn't even get to choose. Not oh, yet. You don't really get to choose, do you, until you get to Formula <laughs> One, right? No, I think you can. I think you do when you get to the other levels. Okay. But I think maybe for this season, they're just like... One, two, three, four. It is a bit of a journey, right? Because I know some people can do like Formula 4, 3, 2, and then they're in one and it's just absolutely crazy. some of them can stay in Formula 2 for years or pull a Yuki and be in one category every year until you're in F1. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, Yuki. What about Yuki? He was like pretty much like in F3, went up to F2 the next year and then got into Formula 1 like the year after. What? Yeah. I just want him to open a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what type of restaurant he would have. I feel like it's either going to be like really, it's either going to be, it's something really obscure. I, part of me feels like he'll like open up like a meat restaurant or something. Like yeah, I feel like it could meat. be like some sort of barbecue yeah. or like, yeah, for sure. Yep. Or it's going to be something like some franchise of some like it's like how lewis just opened up his burger shop in new york exactly like who knows what these boys (laughs) are capable of they surprise me every day living yuki's dream (laughs) in more ways than one yeah literally though but um i'm so excited but i'm so sad that at this stage we can't watch the f1 academy but who knows as you said this could all change in a week's time but i'm i'm very excited i'm excited to get to know the drivers as well hopefully by the end of this season i'll be able to pronounce the names correctly um we promise we will (laughs) we'll try our best we'll try but um yeah, I think that's all we have time for today, unless there was exactly. anything else you wanted to bring up, Jen. 
Um, I don't think so. Just they're slaying. We're here for it. We're cheering. And also, I love the graphic design of the F1 Academy oh, branding. So good. I love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening to our first episode of the F1 Girlies in the Race. Um, yeah, and we'll be in your ears every fortnight. So I don't know why I keep saying in the in, the, I know, in your ears. You're really like drawn to this line. But I like sort of like it because we are just like in your ears, in which your sort ears. of sounds terrifying, <laughs> but that's okay. If you say it really quietly, we'll be in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I literally cannot stop cackling. Anyway. Um, but yes, anyway, sorry, we digress for like the multiple <laughs> like, times. This is why you need to stay around for every episode because we literally we just you digress. You never know what we're going to like, get. Side note, everything. But if you have made it this far, thank you so, so much for watching. We hope that you also enjoy pre-season testing. And uh, we will catch you in our next episode before official launch and official race. So we shall catch you all then. (gasps) Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Cliché Media Group.